From the brains behind Brains On, it's Smash Boom Best. The show for people with big opinions. Hi, I'm Molly Bloom, and this is Smash Boom Best, the show where we take two things, smash them together, and ask you to decide which one is best. Today's debate is a meteorological mashup that is sure to make you shake and shiver. One side comes in a flash, the other comes in a flurry. Be sure to grab your coats and your thickest mittens because it's lightning versus snowflakes. We've got writer and composer Benjamin Weiner here to defend Team Lightning. I'm all charged up, and I think you know why. <laughs> and we've got educator, actor, and clown Tally Medell fighting for Team Snowflakes. Snowflakes, there's nothing like them. <laughs> and here to judge it all is Cassandra from New York City. Cassandra has a collection of, let's say, eccentric stuffed animals. They work in a children's theater, and on top of all that, Cassandra is a triple threat. Playwright, songwriter, and dancer. Hi, Cassandra. Hello. Okay, Cassandra, can you please describe your stuffed animal collection for us? So, I mean, I like stuffed animals that look really... I mean, other people would call it ugly, but I find them, like, really unique and adorable. I found on, like, Amazon this, like, Garfield stuffed animal, except it doesn't really look like Garfield. Mm -hmm. It just, like, looks like he'd been (laughs) run over with multiple cars and then left out in the rain. So, um, yeah, I mean, I had to buy him, of course. Of course. Yeah. So it's sort of a home for stuffed animals that might not get enough love, but you're ready to share your love with them. Yes. That's so nice. So you're also a playwright, songwriter, and dancer. How do you find time to do all of that? Well, I um, attend a program called the 52nd Street Project, which is a children's theater. And they offer us like classes on like dance making, song making, playwriting. So it's not like always at the same time. We would have shows like to show off like what we produce. And it's fun because it's like with kids in my neighborhood. That sounds really fun. So can you share one of the things you've created, either a play or a song you wrote or a dance you created? Yeah. Um, so to get started in the program, you have to write a play. Um, I wrote the play when I was like 10, but I still like it. It's like um, this kid, like he makes friends with this stuffed animal and they like find a portal in the kid's backyard and they just go through like a wild adventure. I don't know. I liked fantasy when I was a kid, so it was really fun for me. That sounds so fun. So the stuffed animals are not merely a collection. They are also a muse for you. It's very cool. Will Cassandra side with Benjamin or Tally? Only time will tell. Cassandra, are you ready to judge today's debate? Yeah, I can't wait. Excellent. Before we dive in, let's review the rules of the game. Every debate consists of four rounds of argumentation, the declaration of greatness, the micro round, the sneak attack, and the final six. After each round, our judge Cassandra will award points to the team that impresses her the most, but she'll keep her decisions top secret until the end of the debate. Listeners, we want you to judge too. Mark down your points as you listen. At the end of the show, head to our website, smashboom.org, and vote for whichever team you think won. Okay, Benjamin, Tally, and Cassandra, are you ready? Oh, yeah. I'm ready for the sparks to fly. And I'm ready for the sparkle of snow. Then it's time for the... Declaration of Greatness. In this round, our debaters will present a well-crafted, immersive argument in favor of their side. Then they'll each have 30 seconds to rebut their opponent's statements. We flipped a coin, and Benjamin, you're up first. Tell us why lightning makes the best cloud capper. Mm-hmm. 
Clap is the grossest. Let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. We're heading into our third hour of softly snowy holiday music and... <sighs> Honestly, getting just a little bit tired. What's that? Looks like uh, lightning is headed straight for the radio antenna. And uh... dashing through the lightning with a horse that's made of lightning. Frosty the lightning man was a jolly happy soul. Deck the halls with lots of lightning. Zap 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 zap. Well, listeners, I'm not sure what's happening, but I love it. Well, I loved it, too, because there was 100% more lightning. So, let's light things up a little more. For millions of years, lightning has been forking down from clouds to astonish and inspire and generally wow everyone ever. Even me? Yes, you, random person, because lightning happens most places on Earth and can be seen from miles away, unlike some other weather events, snowflakes. Oh, you wanted to see me, a snowflake? (laughs) Well, you have to live in certain cool regions, wait for a specific time of year, and then ideally find a magnifying glass because I'm very tiny. Yeah, snowflakes are a little niche, but lightning is for everyone, everywhere. Even in space? Yes, friendly space alien, lightning has been observed on Jupiter, Uranus, and Saturn. Rejoicing! Now listen, my opponent might say some harsh things about lightning. That it's dangerous, that it starts forest fires, maybe that the thunder bothers their floofy poodle, Mr. Snuggleton. But listen up, listeners, and Mr. Snuggleton. (laughs) First of all, most lightning doesn't even reach the ground. It zaps around in clouds, minding its own business, and looking beautiful. I know. And yes, lightning can start forest fires because it's about five times hotter than the surface of the sun. But many scientists say that smaller fires actually help keep a forest healthy by clearing the forest floor and allowing for new growth. And if we're talking about danger, I could point out how many thousands of car crashes snowflakes cause every year by icing up the roads. But I think I'll keep things lightning. Because after all, lightning does way more creating than destroying. One bolt contains enough energy to power millions of light bulbs, and it's brought about just as many light bulb moments. Ah. It's inspired amazing stories from Frankenstein to Harry Potter. That's not a snowflake on Harry's forehead. It's led to scientific discoveries like, I don't know, electricity. It's featured in most religions, from Greek mythology to Christianity to Buddhism. In Vajrayana Buddhism, Vajra means lightning. And it's the force that helps you overcome your fears. Maybe even your fear of lightning. That's right, Mr. Snuggleton. Now, let's see what else lightning can do in a little lightning round. Zap, it's a farmer. Lightning zaps nitrogen gas out of the air and into the soil, which helps us grow food to make sandwiches. Yum. Zap, volcano lightning. Lightning is common above erupting volcanoes, making the most epic duo of all time. Zap, it made your grandpa, sort of. Some scientists think that millions of years ago, when Earth was a lifeless rock, lightning strikes started a reaction that created the very first life forms, AKA our great, 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 great times a million grandparents. 
So to summarize, snowflakes look cute on a holiday card, but lightning is to thank for everything you ever ate, dreamed, breathed, or did. Plus, it's way more exciting. Thank you, lightning. Zap, indeed, a grand and electrifying argument there for lightning. Cassandra, what stood out to you about Benjamin's Declaration of Greatness? Well, I liked the multiple points he listed out about how lightning is not just something pretty to look at, but it's something that has created multiple things in our ecosystems and in our religion and in our sciences and generally just like our energy in total. I personally think that The speech really brought out good points as to how lightning is very important for our ecosystems, for our energy, and generally just like every aspect in society. I think that's interesting to me. All right, Tally, it's time for your rebuttal. You've got 30 seconds to tell us why lightning puts the volt in revolting, and your time starts now. Benjamin, I've got some issues. You say sleepy in the wintertime is bad because of the beautiful music. Benjamin, winter is hibernation time, okay? And also, when you said snowflakes are tiny, I'm five feet tall, so that's very rude. Forest fires <laughs> and scaring Snuffington, those are bad, okay? Small fires are good, that's true. But Benjamin, how often are we hearing about small fires? And uh, nice planets you listed. We don't live there. And time. <laughs> Speak for yourself. <laughs> you don't know where I live. <laughs> oh, all right, Tally, it's your turn. Please tell us why snowflakes make winter a wonderland. Imagine this. You wake up for the day. Your eyes flutter open. And your dreams melt away like vanilla ice cream. What day is it? TGI fried pickles. It's Tuesday. Gotta go to school. But something is different. The light in your bedroom is creamy and soft like, again, vanilla ice cream. And it's so quiet. Hey, good morning, honey. It's a snow day, which means you can sleep in if you want. Snow day! You pull on a hat, gloves, snow pants, boots, socks, shirt, and underwear, in that order, and dash outside. (gasps) You're in a winter wonderland, and beautiful little snowflakes are falling from the sky. La 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 la! Are the snowflakes singing? Weird. They land on your eyelashes, your nose, and your tongue. You look at them up close, and they're gorgeous. The secret to their attractive ways? How they're made. Come on, kiddo. I'll show you. Holy snow moly, where are we? In the clouds. And whoo boy, is it cold. Okay, so a snowflake is born when a tiny water droplet freezes around a little pollen or dust particle in the sky and becomes... A crystal. As the little crystal falls toward the earth, it picks up other itty-bitty water droplets, which freeze into more crystals. These crystals form six beautiful arms that stick out from the center of the snowflake. And these arms are symmetrical, which means they all look exactly alike. But why is the snowflake kind of, well, 
broken looking. It's not symmetrical at all. Because as snowflakes fall from the sky, they often get blown about by wind. And sometimes they melt a little bit and then refreeze. Their journey to Earth can be a roller coaster, and boy, does it shape them. But a blustery fall is like living through the ups and downs of life. Our struggles make us more complex and beautiful. <sighs> and that's why no two snowflakes are alike. Cool. But can we go back down now? Oh, sure. <laughs> As I was saying, Snowflakes are true originals. Every single one is different, just like you and me. There's a great Zen saying that goes, a snowflake never falls in the wrong place. So like, everything was meant to be? Mm-hmm. Do you know any good lightning sayings? Lightning never strikes the same thing twice? Right, well, that's not true. Lightning often strikes the same place twice. For example, the Eiffel Tower is struck by lightning about 10 times a year. Someone should make up a new and true lightning saying like, lightning strikes and you're out. Or thunderbolt and lightning, very, very frightening. I think that's actually a line from the song Bohemian Rhapsody by the band Queen. Thunderbolt and lightning, very, very frightening. Oh. They agree. Lightning is frightening. Meanwhile, I've been struck by thousands of snowflakes, and it's always a blast. Because snowflakes are fun. Just think of all the magical activities they make possible. Snow sculptures. Snowball fights. Sledding. Snow days. Snowboarding. Snow angels. Skiing. Etc. Lightning, on the other hand, buzzkill. If you're swimming, you gotta get out of the pool. You can't fly a kite. If you're playing tag, your mom will make you come inside. Catch snow on your tongue, and you'll be feeling fine. Catch lightning on your tongue, and you'll be on your way to the hospital. So, which will it be, kiddo? Are you team snowflakes? Or team lightning? Snowflakes, duh. Snowbutt is going to be Team Lightning after hearing all that. How snowdily right you are. Yes way to snow days. Wow, an uplifting journey down through the clouds. An excellent, excellent argument for snowflakes. Cassandra, what stood out to you about Tally's Declaration of Greatness? Well, I think it was a really good speech. I liked all the comparisons that Tally made, like how they compared how... Lightning has never any good sayings, how they're frightening, how they're scary, but snowflakes, they can completely change a terrible day. They create snow days and they provide joy to the youth. I thought that was really nice. Yes. Very nicely done indeed. But Benjamin, it's time for your rebuttal. You've got 30 seconds to tell us why snowflakes are mistakes. And your time starts now. Okay, Tally, thanks for corrupting our nations because 
<laughs> Listen, snow days, so we're increasing the education gap. You've taught them staying home from school is a good thing. I don't think so. They should be in school learning about cool things like lightning. You've also told them that there's pollen and dust in snow, so now they can't even enjoy <laughs> snow anymore because they're allergic to it, most of them. And we're talking about crystals. Sure, it's got crystals. You know what else makes crystals? Lightning. And you can keep them because they're solid and they don't melt what? away. Like the disappointing, sad little snowflakes and... that you love so much. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Fiery. Electric. Cassandra, it is time to award some points. Please give one point to the declaration of greatness you liked best and one point to the rebuttal that won you over. You get to decide what makes a winning argument. Did one team's jokes make you giggle? Was another team's logic to die for? Award your points, but don't tell us who they're going to. Both points could go to the same person or each person could get a point. Entirely subjective and entirely up to you. Have you made your decision? Yep, I have. Excellent. Tally and Benjamin, how are you two feeling so far? Feeling good. On top of the world. Learning a lot. Me too. (laughs) All right, we're going to take a quick break, so be sure to stay warm and dry inside. And we'll be right back with more Smash Boom Fest. You're listening to State of Debate, home to rage and rhetoric and awe-inspiring argumentation. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the monthly meeting of the State of Debate Ascot Appreciation Association. You know those fancy neckerchief scarves stylish people wear? We love them, and that's what this group is all about. I'm Todd Douglas, and I hereby call this meeting to order. Thank you, Taylor Lincoln here, number one Ascot fan. First order of business, we proudly announce the Ascot Appreciation Association's Star of the Month, Fred from Scooby-Doo. Your orange Ascot is iconic and we salute you. Rats, <laughs> Fred. Like, wow, thanks everybody. Next up, we're adding a few new rules to the Ascot Appreciation Association's Ascot Adornment Guide. That's our rule book for how to style your Ascot. First, it must be worn around your neck. Second, it must be tied in a way so as to look cool and fancy. Third, it must always be made of silk. Wait, what? Silk. You know, that sleek fabric that's smooth to the touch. No, I mean, why do all ascots have to be made of silk? Because silk is the fanciest of fabrics. Well, Teddy makes his own ascots out of cotton, and they look totally tops on him. Well, a true ascot appreciator would never do such a thing. It has to be silk, or it's nothing. Ruh-roh, indeed. Todd, you just made a fashion faux pas in the form of a fallacy. Oh, no, I did? Logical fallacies weaken your argument because they clash with truth and clear thinking. Yup, you made the no true Scotsman fallacy. That's when someone has a very strict description of what something is, and they argue that if something doesn't meet that strict definition, it isn't a true example of the thing. Like if I say no true Scotsman puts sugar in his porridge, and you say yes, but Patrick does, and he's a Scotsman, then I would say, well then, he isn't a true Scotsman. Oh, no. You're right. I totally did that. Except, in this case, I made a no-true ascotsman fallacy. 
You know what? Strike rule three from the books. Ascots can be made of any fabric and still be fashionable. Here, here. That's all the time we have for this meeting of the Ascot Appreciation Association. We'll see you next time on State, State of Debate. Boom, 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 smash, boom, rest. You're listening to Smash Boom Best. I'm your host, Molly Bloom. And I'm your judge, Cassandra. And we love getting debate suggestions from our listeners. Take a listen to this biting debate idea from Bo. Hello, my name is Bo, and my debate is hippos versus crocodiles. That debate has some legs and teeth. We'll check back in at the end of this episode to see which side Bo thinks should win. And now it's back to today's debate, lightning versus snowflakes. That's right. And it's time for round two, the micro round. For the micro round challenge, each team has prepared a creative response to a prompt they received in advance. For Benjamin and Tally, the prompt was, superhero saves the day. Benjamin and Tally must imagine their side as a superhero and describe a moment where they save the day. Benjamin went first last time, so Tally, you're up. What do snowflakes look like saving the day? It's winter, and there's no snow. It's just cold, cold rain and lightning. Yuck! When all joy is lost, someone is here to save the day. Hey, did somebody say snow day? Chili Billy! It's a bug. It's a grain. No, it's a frozen droplet of water that coalesced around some pollen and turned into a magical, sentient talking ice crystal. It's Chili Billy. Cool. He's my favorite. Look, it's snowing. Yes, he's the teeny tiny snowflake surfer, flicking a magical icicle wand, turning rain to snow. Nice. Beautiful. Very cool. Wow! When lightning comes around, the children scream. Ah! Dogs hide under the bed. When Chilly Billy comes around, the children cheer. Yay! Dogs play in the snow. Aw, thank you, Chilly Billy. Oh, yeah. It's no biggie. My pleasure. Holler for the chillest pixie, Chilly Billy. Snow day. More like snow. Yay! Chili Billy bringing a little fun in all of our lives. All right, Benjamin, it's your turn. Tell us why lightning makes the better hero. For generations, lightning astonished the world. You're welcome. But one day, everything changed. It's been an amazing four billion years lighting up the skies, but now it's time for me to retire. (gasps) Ah, I am loving this rocking chair. But sometimes lightning has to strike twice. Well, shucks. My apple trees just won't grow. If only there was more nitrogen in this soil. La-dee-da, la-dee-da-da. I can't finish this song. If only I had something to inspire me. The forest floor is cluttered with dead leaves and stuff. New trees can't grow. If only there was a way to, like, 
burn up all this forest trash. Excuse me, Mr. Lightning. You can solve all our town's problems. Me? No, little kid. But you can. What? I was lightning for a long, long time. But now, it's your turn to wear the suit. You've got to connect these positively charged particles to those negatively charged particles and... I'm never going to get it. Nonsense. You just need a spark and some spunk. I got it! My apples, they're growing! My song, I'm writing it. La-dee-da lightning! The forest, it's on fire! But like in a good and healthy way that actually benefits nature! Yay! Nice job, little lightning! Thanks! Because sometimes, all you need... is a little lightning. Every superhero needs a training montage, and little lightning got theirs. All right, Cassandra, what did you like about Benjamin and Tally's micro-rounds? Starting with Tally's, I really liked how their superhero saved the day with snow, brought joy to the children, and brought joy to the youth. Um, It's very different contrast from, like, how they painted lightning, just, like, scaring everyone. And Ben's, I loved how um, his superhero brought, again, many advantages to our soils, our ecosystems. Mm -hmm. Lightning and snowflakes are both super indeed. But Cassandra, only one of these teams can get a point. So it's up to you to decide who's going to get a point for this round. Go ahead and write down snowflakes there, Cassandra. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm having nightmares about Chili Billy tonight. No way. I'm scared of that little guy. Yeah, Cassandra, the criteria are up to you. Was one of these a superhero you'd like to hang out with? Someone who you can see saving the day? Someone who you could read a comic book, see a whole movie franchise happening about Whatever it is, it's up to you. Have you made your decision? Yes, I have. Fantastic. Then it's time for our third round, the super stealthy (laughs) sneak attack. This is our improvised round where debaters have to respond to a challenge on the spot. Today's sneak attack is called Twinkle, Twinkle, I'm a Star. For this round, each debater should improvise some lyrics about their side to the tune of Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star. All right, we're going to start with Benjamin. Mm. Benjamin, please sing us a song for lightning and make it flashy. Ooh, flashy. Lightning, lightning in the sky. You're much cooler, I'll tell you why. You inspire when our minds are foggy. You make us excited, not cold and soggy. Snowflakes, lightning, (laughs) lightning in the sky. You're much cooler now. We all know why. Oh, beautiful. Wow. Well done. All right, Tally, it is your turn. Please give us your best snowflake serenade. Okay, and I just want you to know that uh, my voice is pitch perfect Mm. and enjoy. Excellent. Sprinkle, sprinkle, little flake. I love all the things you make. Lightning makes the people scream. Those loud sounds are scary mean. Snowflakes are so beautiful. Lightning stinks like yucky mold. 
Sorry. <laughs> wow. It does. It doesn't have pollen inside of it. Talking about mold. There's another allergen for you. Nicely done, both of you. All right, Cassandra. Please think about which side impressed you the most with their beautiful song and award your fourth point. But please don't tell us who it's going to. Again, totally subjective, totally up to you. Have you made your decision? Yes, I have. Perfect. Then it's time for our final round. The final six. In this round, each team will have just six words to sum up the glory of their side. Tally. Let's hear your six words for why snowflakes should succeed. Okay, I just realized I only wrote four. (laughs) It's called efficiency. (laughs) Oh, okay, I got it. Here we go. It's kind of a flex. I just, I I added two. Okay, we got it. (laughs) Here comes the snow. Let's go! Pretty good, huh? Yeah. Pretty great. I felt the enthusiasm. I felt that snow day pleasure coursing through my veins. Yes. Okay. Benjamin, it's your turn. Give us six words on why lightning is legendary. Lightning sparks life. Snowflakes contain allergens. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Lovely. So well done. Cassandra, this is going to be a tough decision. Yeah. It is time to award a final point. Have you awarded your final point? Yeah, I have. Are you ready to crown one team the Smash Boom best? Go ahead, tally up those points. Um, <laughs> I think you can <laughs> Benjamin them up. <laughs> Sounds good. You can say it confidently it enough. Yeah. Sounds real. Tally and Benjamin those points. Are you ready to crown one team the Smash Boom best, Cassandra? Yes, I am. All right, drum roll, please. And the winner is. Lightning. It was a very, very close round, a one-point difference. It's very hard for me to choose, but I think lightning brought me more evidence and more points than snowflakes. I appreciated the creativity on both sides. It was a very close debate, only decided by a single point. Thank you for judging, Cassandra. Tally, I did love a lot that you did. I loved the song that you sang. You brought a lot of the holiday magic to me, one of my favorite times of year. Mm -hmm. And I really felt like I was up there in the cloud learning. Benjamin, I think you did an excellent job. I could tell from the jump that you were going to (laughs) win because it was so well researched. And I think it's so cool all the things lightning can do. I didn't know. See, we're all learning and that's the real winner is our brains. So that's right. Put that on your website, Smash Boom Best. (laughs) The real winner is all of our brains. And that's it for today's debate battle. Cassandra crowned lightning the Smash Boom Best, but what about you? Head to smashboom.org and vote to tell us who you think won. Smash Boom Best is brought to you by Brains On and APM Studios. It's produced by Molly Bloom, Rosie DuPont, Ruby Guthrie, Anna Weggle, and Aron Woldis-Alassie. We had engineering help from Jess Berg with sound design by Aron Woldis-Alassie. Our editors are Shayla Farzan and Sandin Totten. And we had production help from Anna Goldfield, Mark Sanchez, Nico Gonzalez-Whistler, and Lou Barron. Our executive producer is Beth Perlman, and the APM Studios executives in charge are Chandra Kavati, Alex Shafford, and Joanne Griffith. Our announcer is Marley Foyerworker Otto, and we want to give a special thanks to Austin Cross, Taylor Kaufman, Lulu, Grant Miller, and the 52nd Street Project in New York City. Benjamin, is there anyone you'd like to give a shout-out to today? 
Sure, I would like to give a shout out to my wife, Katie, who works in climate change, protecting all of our natural beauties and wonders for the future. Wonderful. Thank you, Katie. And how about you, Tally? Any special shout outs? I would love to give a shout out to Inigo, Lyra, Olivia, Stan, Edelin, all my young people in my hometown community radio station, KRBD Ketchikan. Awesome. And how about you, Cassandra? Any special thanks or shout outs? Uh, I would like to thank, I guess, the 52nd Street Project for giving this, me this opportunity. And of course, Smash Room Best for letting me judge and learn so many interesting things today. Before we go, let's check in and see who Bo thinks should win the hippos versus crocodiles debate. I think hippos would win because they can chomp a quack in half. When's the last time you pulled a quack chomp a hippo in half? Excellent work, Bo. If you're between the ages of 13 and 18 and you'd like to be a judge, or if you're any age and you have an idea for a knockdown drag out debate, head to smashboom.org and drop us a line. We'll be back with a new debate battle next week. Catch you later. like to say in response to Benjamin? I mean, honestly, I thought that was really good. (laughs) (laughs) You thought I was good. I did. Oh, sorry. (laughs) Yeah, me too.